Um, hey, man, welcome back to Cutting Through. David Quintana here with my co-host, Mike Dotto. Mike, how you doing? Yeah, I'm doing great. Good, how about you're you? Healthy, healthier than usual. I don't know what's up. <laughs> and you don't look <laughs> gaunt, right? That's one of those British underhanded compliments. <laughs> yeah, right, I love it. Right. Thank you, David. Thank you. Your gaunt looks, looks very good today. <laughs> oh, oh man, I I I I know why I why I love co-hosting with you, and that's because I know that it'll knock my ego down a few. What's days. that behind you? That California Forty Three. That is um, the wonderful license plate program that uh, that I passed uh, when I was in this California yeah. State Legislature. It's, um, you know, there's a lot of bills you work on. 55 bills that I authored in seven years became law. This is a fun one. Uh, there's a lot of them that are complex policy things. Brought back the classic license plate. It, um, it turned out to be the best-selling license plate in world history. That so is your legacy, happy. man. I know you, I, you hate I when I say, say that. that. I, that you is your legacy. Is hey, man, what's, what's on your mind uh, today? What are you thinking about? Well, you know... Something that's on everybody's mind, if you've been paying attention to the headlines, and that is um, this whole idea that there is a high-ranking intelligence officer whistleblower who has come out and said that the United States is in possession of alien aircraft. They're not called UFOs anymore. They're called UAPs. Yeah, yeah that's but, right. Now uh, they're calling it UAP, right? Which makes sense because, honestly, yeah. when I look at the sky, every freaking thing I see is a UFO, right? Because I can't identify shit. UAP, so... I, you know, I've always thought it was UFO, but what does UAP stand for? I believe it's unidentified aerial phenomena. So let's make it way more complicated. Well, you know, government creates code words that only they understand. So they have the keys to the castle. That's true. Um, But go ahead. Go ahead. What are you you thinking about this? And you know, from your, you know, from your service in the military that, you know, particularly the, the, uh, the branches of military love their acronyms. You can have a conversation in acronyms with a fellow service member. And nobody outside that's, that branch of the service will have any well, idea. Well, even for talking. like normal words, like your car. Like for the longest time after I got out of the military, I called my car a POV. Because in the military, it's like, oh, you got your POV. It, you know, because that is opposed to a military vehicle, right? I drove ambulances. So you had the ambulance and you had your POV. So yeah, everything's a freaking acronym. It drove me crazy. This guy, this guy came forward and he basically said um, that he wanted to blow the whistle, you know, and that the, the American public and Congress was being lied to at the United States government, the United States military to be specific and specifically his unit, which was charged with investigating UAPs that they have in possession 12, very precise number, 12 aircraft that they have identified as being otherworldly. Now, 12 cuts both ways because at least here's how I look at it from a, from a political rhetoric. When you say 12, that could either be like, oh, damn, that is so definitive. That must be true. Or it's like crazy guy, right? You know, you, you pull a number out and it's like a, it's easy to deny because now they can go, no, we do not have 12 because they have 11. Simply put, I call, I think that this is total unadulterated nonsense. Yes, I do. I, and I'll give you a number of reasons. So reason number one, the United States is 6% of the world's land mass. But all the UFOs coincidentally have crashed in the United States. I call it just doesn't make sense. There would be other governments out there with them. And I, I get it. The skeptics will say, well, well, how do you know that Russia doesn't have them? How do you know that China doesn't have them? 
you know, how do you know that other countries don't have them? Well, the answer is very simple. I mean, there are so many countries on the globe, some with much more um, traditions of open government, some with, frankly, with science fiction enthusiasts who occupy the, you know, the prime minister seat in certain countries. If these craft were landing and if they were so readily identifiable as being from other planets, then I think there would have been one country in the world that would have released it up until this point, unless there's a global conspiracy. And if you believe that, then, you know, I, I don't know what to say. Second reason I call is there's just not, to me, any set of circumstances where an alien civilization could be so advanced that they could solve all the issues for interstellar travel, which include the speed required, the time required, the spacecraft required, the propulsion, the radiation, that they could solve all those issues, but then they get to this little tiny planet and they crash, right? I mean, like not, not just once, but 12 times in the United States. Like that to me is also just so hard for me to believe. So, you know, you can process all this. You can believe that the government has done conspiracies, but you've got to trust your own sense of logic. And for those two reasons, I'm calling. Now, I saw the interview with Grush on News Nation. He sounded pretty good, Mike. I mean, he sounded like he knew what he was talking about. And now, granted, he didn't have any firsthand knowledge, right? But given the evidentiary threshold that we've created with Russiagate in our country, you know, I don't know if you need firsthand knowledge anymore. Um, but didn't you find him to be somewhat truthful? Yeah, I mean, look, he is well-spoken. Um, I have not done an in-depth uh, you know, analysis of his mannerisms, although I did find some of his mannerisms in one interview to kind of be a little bit indicative of someone who's not telling the truth. But he's well-spoken. He certainly is intelligent. He certainly had access to you know, classified data, and he certainly was trusted enough by our military to have a position of authority within a key uh, branch and key part of the service. Still, you know, again, we have to, you know, no matter what personal knowledge somebody has or doesn't have, you've got to trust your own logic. And for me, it's just so hard to believe that, you know, you know, in the last, you know, what, 50 years that there have been 12 crashes that we've all recovered of enemy spray or uh, alien spacecraft that again, they were so technically, uh, technologically advanced that they could fly through asteroid belts and you know, fly, fly past stars that are exploding and all this stuff and get here. But then they crashed on the earth. Like, you know, what, they ran out of gas. I mean, I, you know, it, it just, at, at some point it just kind of just questioned. It, it, it's, I have to admit, I would like it if one crashed like outside of Poughkeepsie, right? <laughs> if I saw one crash out, outside of Poughkeepsie, like I would be a little, you know yeah. what I mean? But they always crash in a desert where the government is able to right. get to them first. Right. Recover, correct, intact, correct. Um, that, that, and that brings us to the third concept. You know what? Because I was going to call you on that because you did one and two, and you know you got to have three. And I was, and I was about to bust There's you. Always on three. That. Go ahead. So Elon Musk tweeted something about this, and you know the the, the premise in his tweet was um, he, he he tweeted a graph, and the graph said like megapixels of cell phones, and it went up. And it said like number of Bigfoot sightings <laughs> and it went down to zero, right? And the concept was like, you know, I mean, when we were growing up, you know, there was these shaky, grainy pictures of like a guy in an oh. ape suit. And it was like, oh, that's Bigfoot. Oh. Or, 
or you know, in um, or the Sasquatch or the Yeti or oh the Abominable. God. There were so many terms. Basically, any place where there was wilderness, there would be these pictures taken of you know a right, bear right. that was kind of grainy, and it was you know, and it's like, gosh, you know, it's crazy. Since the advent of cell phones, now everybody's got a camera and it's crystal clear, and I can take a picture that is amazing. Nobody right, has right. seen the Loch Ness monster. <laughs> what has happened? Nobody has seen it. Got a picture of Bigfoot. What has happened? Well, I mean, that's you know, we've got surveillance cameras on every right, doorbell right. these days, and yet nobody's captured yeah, a picture like, of a UFO craft. So, so we so have I, a, we have I, a cabin right out in the middle of nowhere, and I'm sure we're not the only one. Um, and we have cameras all over our property out in the middle of the boonies, right? For obvious reasons. You're right. And so I'm sure people in Oregon and Northern California where Bigfoot, you know, is always sighted have the same, but nothing, right? Yeah. And why hasn't like a right. Bigfoot no. found a phone and like, you know, you don't see some accidental selfies, <laughs> you know, somewhere. Right. I mean, no trail cam has, <laughs> has, I mean, you know, and so it's just these, these things, you know, they are, they are, um, you know, you just got to apply logic, but then, then the question becomes, okay, so why is this guy coming forward? Well, there's two reasons, right? One is simply for the fame and possibly the fortune. And the other, if, if you really want to say that there's a conspiracy, but you don't want to say that the conspiracy involves covering up UFOs, then the conspiracy could be that the United States has developed incredible technology, uh, that we, you know, that can probably fly like nothing else. That might have capabilities that look otherworldly, and we want to spread the world, uh, sp spread the word in the world that if you know they acquire, if they find one of our crashed, uh, you know, aircraft, that it must be coming from another world. That it's not the United States, and there's actually a history of doing that. So when we were working on the stealth fighter, when we were working on certain satellites, uh, the United States actually let the public believe that you know these things you see hovering in the night sky uh, near near naval bases um, oh no those are ufo's that's not some crazy new technology we have and now i doubt that that would possibly happen in 2023 so i go more on the fact that this guy's just coming forward for fame and fortune um, but there is actually some precedent of that happening yeah well um i think the elon musk one like really cuts to the quick i mean that that's 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 a good yeah. line man that guy comes up with some good yeah. sometimes. He really does. It just like cuts <laughs> does, right yeah. to it. I love that. Pixels <laughs> right. go up, Bigfoot sightings go down. And Loch Ness Monster. Let's not forget about the Loch Ness Monster. Um, all right. So you want to wager a bet? Because I hear what you're saying, and, and you almost had me with, with Elon Musk. I just found out. Yeah. So my my wager is very simple. I believe that in in uh, in 10 years, in five years, 10 years, there is a 0% degree of probability that we will have conclusive evidence of life on other planets having visited the earth. And, uh, and I will say that probability will also be zero in our lifetimes, but I want to win this bet with you, with the viewers, with anybody. So, you know, challenge me on this. Uh, if you disagree, come at me, tweet at me, um, tweet at us, tweet at the show, but that's the wager that I'm willing to make with you today, David. And also All right. with, our well, viewers. everybody saw it. Um, what is the wager by the way? Uh, how about, uh, okay. So, I'm a cheap <laughs> so <partner>. if, <laughs> <laughs> so if if aliens visit us in the next five years, um, I will let you into my bunker. Five dollars. Um, five dollars. Uh, I'll, I'll buy you. I'll buy you dinner before yeah, they all okay, ship us very off. Good. Very uh, good. To their dinner, right? Um, it, you know I, what? I don't know. It's I mean, a gentleman's you know, I, There we go. There we go. All right, right, man. Well, uh, that sounds good, man. Um, hey, Mike. Thanks for being here. Talk to you later. Great talking as always. Hey, if you like what you hear, like and subscribe. It really means a lot, and we would love to have you coming back every week. Thank you.